All right, we're bringing Sunday into Monday. Thank you all for for joining us today on the Heart to Heart podcast. Honored to have you here. My name is Nick Miller, lead pastor of Core Church. Today is a special day. I get to be with my friend Todd as we discuss this past Sunday's message on blessing. Blessing. Todd, how are you today, brother? I'm good, man. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself for those who might not know you, although everyone knows you? Uh, yeah, for who don't know me, I guess I just I'm the music guy and everything in between, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Todd is a humble, humble guy. Uh, the other week was his birthday on Sunday, and we all I started singing happy birthday real loud, and you're so humble, you booked it out of the I, room. I had, I had to go do something, yeah, yeah, I had to go. Todd does not like the spotlight on him, but but yeah, Todd's an incredible musician, uh, a dad, a husband, He's he's works a ton, man, you just put a ton of effort in, and it's an honor to have you here. One of my best friends, love seeing you day in and day out, so special to have you here. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, really happy to be here. And so, uh, I mean, you know, obviously you listeners have been listening for a little bit. Uh, this is week number four, and, and this is just really an, an awesome heart-to-heart conversation, just a, an insightful conversation, a phone call, if you will, on on what I get to experience as a pastor of church. And, and so every week that we get to do this, I just want to hear some fresh perspective from people all around church. And so, Todd, with, this week we talked about blessing. We talked about the accounts of Joseph and how wherever he went, he walked with blessing and it blessed others. And so I wanted to just gather some of your thoughts. I wanted to hear from you what what you took away from this message and what changed your life. Yeah, so we actually had a regular phone call this week, and I had told you that I was excited just because, you know, Joseph's my guy. I, yeah. I think that he's my favorite character and, and persona in the Bible anyway, so yeah. I was like very excited to, to hear this 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 sermon, and I it's everything I thought it was going to be, right? Mm. Uh, you, you brought up blessing, which you kind of you know, highlighted the fact that it can be kind of controversial right yes. now in the, in the church, right? That people are either scared of it or they mm-hmm. maybe embrace it too much for yes. themselves, right? Yes. So, yeah, it was great. I think that um, the biggest thing for me was that uh, when we were talking about being stripped of his blessing, right? His mm. physical blessing, that coat. Yeah. That he couldn't be stripped of his anointing. Like, yeah. wow, man, that oh. was that was tough. I, I, I couldn't believe it. You know, I've, I've read through... Genesis a million times, right? But I never looked at it from that perspective. Yeah, yeah. The the there's going to be things in our life, circumstances that we face, moments that we get beat up. Quote, right? And and the enemy is going to try doing everything to take the mantle off of your shoulders, yeah. and he can't do it. He can't do it. You're you're anointed. You're going to keep walking in blessing. He cannot stop you. He can't stop you. Just like Joseph. I mean, yeah, the physical was hurt. Yep, the coat was ripped off, but it did not stop him. I love that. Yeah, even uh, it wasn't necessarily shared today, but if you look into how long it took him after the uh, when he was translating the dreams, it was two more years that he had to wait in charge of the prison before he could even talk to Pharaoh about interpreting those dreams. So he had to really endure so yeah. much tribulation before he could get to that that final chapter of blessing, yes. right? So it yes. wasn't it wasn't just arrive in blessing; it was survive and then arrive in blessing. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that's so good, bro! You preaching right now? Yes, and, and I think that's such an interesting point that we get impatient with the dreams, yeah, and and maybe that's a point. Oh my gosh, I saw this meme once where uh, it was about this person who was digging in a tunnel and they were looking for diamonds and they quit one inch away right. from the diamonds. Yes. And and I love that you bring that up because the blessing might not immediately just happen. It might not come through. The dream, the, the vision that God had put on your heart might not come in in moment number one, but there, 
there's some patience and endurance with that. Oh my gosh, do I love that. That's so good. Yeah, and if you even look at how, I mean, sure, maybe he didn't have the best approach earlier on when he was yeah. preaching that dream. And even later on when he was kind of messing with his brothers, he right? He was kind of rude. Yeah, oh you send him off and bring yeah. him back and send him off. He was toying with them, dude. <laughs> right. But if you could circle back to how he treated him after the fact, he even goes on to say, don't be mad. You ha- I had to go through this to, to get to this point, yeah. to save all these people's lives, to, to really carry out God's vision of my life. Mm. Mm. super powerful yeah so you said that this account of joseph is one of your favorites is there something that you personally relate to in this account is there is there an attachment per se to this that would make you say that yeah so i mean i really look at it from a perspective of if you carry on god's calling on your life and and it kind of goes right back to one of my favorite points that you've made in the past year from a sermon perspective and if peace is to reverberate from you, then mm-hmm. other people are, are bound to experience that peace. Yeah, um, I, I just find it to be amazing, specifically in his account, that because he was walking in blessing, other people got to be blessed. Yes, and that's what I, you know, when I want to look back at my life, I want to, I want to take take away that if I was blessed, I hope that other people were blessed around yes. me too. And I yeah. am blessed. And, yeah. I, and I, I really want that for everybody else as well. Yeah. And I know you won't speak to this personally because you're a humble guy, but I do believe that you live that out. I've seen you be incredibly generous. I've seen you bring peace into rooms. I've seen you protect people. Like we talked about those four things towards the end of the message. I think that you do live that out, bro. I think that you really do. That's awesome. Um, and so, and so you want, you want the mark of your life to be a, a blessing around you to, to other people. Uh, I thought, because you had, you had mentioned this earlier in this conversation that the point of the two extremes, prosperity and humility, um, I thought what was really important was said uh, about it. W- the extreme is dangerous if it's focused on self. Can yes. you speak to that at all? Yeah, so I thought that you really hit the nail on the head in regards to both of them being of self-interest, right? You mm-hmm. know, we'll be the extreme humble because we're like, we want to make sure that we're first place in line uh, in heaven, or we want to yeah. make sure that, you know, we're almost, I, I won't call it virtue signaling, but kind of, you know, like, kinda. look at me, I look at all the sacrifice I've endured, and I'm I'm, I'm beneath you, and, you know, kind of like, you know, humility's perspective in, in today's society isn't the actual meaning of the word, and we've talked about humility mm. a bunch of times in, mm-hmm. in some of your sermons. Yeah. The other end of the, the other side of the coin here in regards to, uh, you know, this prosperity gospel, you know, you can have blessing in your life and, you know, the name it, claim it stuff, I, I understand. And mm-hmm. if there is a calling, but it's got to align, and you've talked about this many times before, it's got to align with God's vision on your life. Yes. You know, when you get closer to mm. God, then really the things that you desire and want for that calling should start to align more with you know, what he wants for you. And so the wishing for a million dollars, what's the intent behind that? Is Mm -hmm. it so that you can go on and you can bless people or is it so you can go out and buy a big house? That, that perspective is, is super powerful. I think so you're right in, in regards to those being very polarized concepts in the church can be very dangerous. So, so I have a question for you in regards to those two aspects. Um, How, how do we maintain selflessness in the blessing? That's tough because I actually find myself to gravitate towards that that un- unfortunately that humility side where sure. I'm just like no 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 and it's it's my own doing right sure. I would rather put myself almost put myself down de- self deprecating was the yeah. what, that was the what you had used today and it, it's hard I think that it's all about the pursuit though mm-hmm. in regards to if you see. Uh, where your life is headed and mm. you you can start to hear and and see what God's path is for you then yeah. you can live more down that middle yeah in terms of blessing like i could speak i could speak 
two, three podcasts, <laughs> 400 podcasts on yeah. how much I've been blessed. And I'm more than happy to, to talk to people about and be transparent about what he's delivered me from mm. and where I'm headed to next. Yeah. And I think that if you focus on the vision that God has for you, as opposed to that in the moment, oh, I'm ah. beneath, I'm beneath you, or, mm. or what does God, oh man, what does God have for me? It's yeah. what does God have for you so that you can reverberate it out into, into the rest yeah. of the world? The vision. Oh, that's so good. That's really inspiring as far as maintaining that perfect balance between prosperity and humility ultimately comes down to vision going forward. How is God going to bless me so that it can bless others? Yes. Vision is integral. That, oh, that's so good. Um, we always we always transition. I always want to give everyone a chance to ask me a question. Uh, so week in and week out, I've been offering this to, to our, our guests here. And so it could be about anything. Sports, it could be about music, it could be about preaching, it could be about church, anything you want. If you could ask me a question, what would it be? So I'd put some thought into this, right? And, and it's something that, you know, it's actually out of like one of your favorite books, and mm. Honor's Reward, right? And Ooh, this is okay. something that is more, uh, it's a question of how we can effectively operate. Mm-hmm. And there's always a system of honoring up. And it's, and it's easy to, to visualize how you honor up. You honor your leadership. We were talking about it today. Even honoring political leaders and and mayors and people we yeah. don't necessarily see eye to eye with eye, yeah. eye, eye, eye uh, with in terms of you know political aspect and all that. Mm-hmm. But my question was, from a pers- perspective of honoring down mm. church leadership, um, team leadership, how can church leadership do a, a better job? And this is capital C church. This is not necessarily core church, but of course oh it affects us too. Mm. How can we collectively, church leaders, team leaders, any leader? do a better job and some practical application of honoring down. We, we, uh, okay. Such a good question. Such a good question. My answer would be that there is a value problem in the church. Yeah. It comes down to a value problem. We value the wrong things. I believe that pastors need to check what they truly value. Do you value the Instagram likes? Do you value the <laughs> Oh, yeah. Do you value do you value the accolades? Do you value the the cool preaching one-liners or do you truly value people? And and so my my answer would be is I think that we have a value problem in the church and 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 the danger behind it is that people, um, and, and I think that this is, I, I try to keep this constantly in check. I want to make sure I'm investing in people. I want to make sure that I'm caring for people. I want to make sure that I'm, I'm elevating them and drawing the gold out of them. The one thing that I try to resist at all times is never to look at someone as a means to an end. That is the most devaluing of that person uh, or, or the most devaluing perspective that you can have of a person. They are just a means to an end and they make our mission cooler, better, stronger, that even that easier at that easier. Main, even easier yeah <clears throat> that perspective will will kill honor in the church yeah you have to you have to you have to value people you have to care for them um so so the question might be followed up from that is how do you value or honor down um i i think that uh there's a there's a couple things the the first one that came to my mind is time yeah you know how many you know how many <laughs> Do you know how many people are in need and we simply don't just give of our time? A phone call, man. A phone call. Yeah. An, an actual phone call goes a long way. And it is crazy that we have so much um, 
we have so much agenda. We have so many tasks to con- like to conquer in the list and all of these things to do for church that you simply just don't call your people. It's crazy. Yeah, it's Judd's, crazy. Judd's spoken about this maybe even before about being caught up with just being busy yeah. instead of getting things done. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and like yeah. I think that that time investment is a great way to put so, it. So time investment is huge, and and then and then sacrifice. I think I think that. Um, what I want people to, when they, when they see my leadership or when they are under my leadership, I want them to understand, or at least be able to, uh, recognize that Nick is willing to sacrifice for me as I'm sacrificing for him too. Uh, I, I, I'm willing to put myself second. I'm willing to put my priorities aside for the sake of someone else, for the growth of someone else. Uh, I think one of, can I speak to a pastor? Can I, can I speak right now? Uh, I'm going to be real raw. Here we go. Uh, I think one of the the greatest sacrifices for pastors is, oh my goodness, I'm going to say it, is the ability to elevate others above yourselves. And a lot of pastors have pride and don't like when people do it better than them. My goal, my actual goal is to raise up a pastor who can, quote, preach better, who can lead better, who can speak the word better. I want to raise up that guy who can love better. I want to raise up that person who can who can invest in the community better. I have no shame if someone were to take this from me. Yeah. None. I, will sac- I would gladly give this all up if it is for the sake of elevating another person. I would have no pride in that. And I think that a lot of... Um, I've seen a lot where... where pastors might be protective of their platform it's tough yeah and i'm i think we need to be willing to give it up that guy had that kingdom mindset yeah Yeah. so i think i think time and and sacrifice are huge go to any team ever football team time and sacrifice huge any great leader that you can ever hear of time and sacrifice are huge they they give up their time for people they sacrifice for people elevate them up they're considered the greatest leaders ever so if you're honoring down let's say you're in a position of management you are a manager of people if you want to honor learn to honor down give great time and sacrifice for people so that you can raise them up you'll be you'll be known as the greatest leader in your place of business the greatest that's a this is a whole dad and and husband thing too right give of your time and sacrifice for your spouse you are known as a great respected leader yeah. in your home. Yes. Serious. It comes down to time and sacrifice. Huge, huge integral parts of honoring, especially downward. 100%. 100%. That's a really, that's a really good question. That was a great question. Um, so, Todd, thanks for, thanks for being with us. We're going to be wrapping up in a minute here. And I, I love what you mentioned. I always love giving a recap. I love what we mentioned about vision helping us stay the course between prosperity and humility. And we get into these modes. If we go to the extreme, we prioritize self in those, but vision keeps us on course and keeps others above ourselves. It keeps the, the generous heart at mind. It keeps, it keeps the, the, the true sense of humility and the true sense of blessing all in one path. I love that. So thanks for bringing that up. I, uh, before we go, I do want to, uh, give you a sneak peek in the next sermon. So we were in the last, this was the last message in the series. I'm here and it's different now. Boo. So we got I'm here and it's different now part 2. Oh, okay. We got a sequel. <laughs> I don't see that coming. A sequel. And and so you know what I've noticed uh is this series has been preaching the vision, uh maybe the fruits of authority, and a lot of people have asked me or stated I don't know how to do it. And so we're going to tackle we're going to tackle how to walk in authority, kind of give the building blocks of where your authority comes from, how to walk in it and how to be the the true 
to how to be the true heavenly man that you're called yeah. to be. And so I'm really excited about that. I, this tagline for it is, um, we're not lo- walking like we're capable. We're not walking like we're capable. So That's great. I'm excited. Week Next week, I'm here part two. It's going to be a good one. Lastly, we got prayer room coming up on Saturday mornings. Prayer rooms are just powerful. I just want to encourage you guys, if you haven't been there, we got childcare as well. Get to the church, 8 a.m. It's powerful when we join our hearts together and draw close to his. Things start to move and prayers, it starts to shift shake our church. So I'm really excited. If you haven't been there yet, make sure you get there. Other than that, next week, new series. You excited, Todd? I am, man. All right. You better believe it.